stick because the girl I was courting, who I married, had a stick in college. So she taught me how to drive a stick. Oh, you sly devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she found out later on, she said, you know, Chris has been driving a stick since he was about 14 years old. You lied about that? Well, yeah. Just trying to get in your vibrating socks. So I'm gonna so Jake's <laughs> gonna take her car okay. tomorrow and have that for the day. Jennifer will have mine, and I'm gonna have to dig out an old triumph and hope it starts so I can drive it over here to go to work. Why don't you go to you know Hertz or Enterprise or something and then just oh, because she'd really freak out. No, for Jake. Get him something cool. He can drive one, but not not competently enough, apparently. I see. Do you want this Alpha News thing right away, Suchi boy? Uh, not necessarily. Got it. Or we'll go flag right off the bat. All right, good. What do you got on the Alpha? That's the... I have... Uh, Audio of uh, Representative Sandy Feist, who is a, I don't know what gender that thing is, but she's gleefully pointing out why we need female menstrual products in all the male bathrooms and schools. <laughs> uh, to me, I'm sorry, it's mental illness. Yep. It's just, uh, yep. what, oh, I see this headline. What did Ellison say about the fall of Minneapolis? I saw the headline too and did not read it. He I hasn't have... seen it, but figures it's probably a piece of propaganda. That's basically all he not said. Not that Keith would know anything about propaganda. Exactly. No. no. That's all he really said, basically. Where's Rook? Are you eating? Emily said she ran into you. Why would you go down and look at that shit? She was said there was nothing there. It was nothing. It was not like last year's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, better last year. that's an annual thing for you too? Yeah, we went to the North Loop one too. But that was just, that was really, really crummy. What kind of soup is that? Italian wedding. That's what we had last night. We Who got married? Real, she, the Italian wedding soup she makes is uh, hard to beat. <clears throat> Kenny, that hat's about 10 sizes too small. Uh, <laughs> better not upset Kenny's, Kenny's really glad he made the trip down today. <laughs> I was going to say, Kenny, oh, well, you had a meet, don't day. you? That's right. Oh, did what did you, did you ever get your results? I have another appointment on January third. They're going in. They're going wow. in and just to okay. check and see what's going on. Or? Yeah, huh? Hey, not going on. Not on the council, John. He got jerk. Oh, sorry. Sweet and heat jerky. Forgot. I forgot. It's, it's all right. It's good though. The sweet and heat jerky is really tough to beat from ground. You guys didn't even know I got all my hair cut off. You're right. We didn't. <laughs> It's funny, it's still standing up. <laughs> Look at that view. Looks like he's got a uh, mohawk. <clears throat> Not trying to pile on Ken. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. No, how long ago did you cut it? Because it, it grew back a lot since you showed us last week. Okay. I don't know how it's uh, been a week or two. 
been a week or two. All right. Did anybody else watch The Reacher? They released the first three episodes. I wanted to Saturday night, and I was told that we're going to watch some BS Christmas movie instead. I think I'm switching to it, Kenny. Is it good? Well, you got to watch season one first. I'm going to because I've been, I gave Slow Horses three episodes. It's what Royce's raving about. Uh, you know, okay. If you enjoy the books and the character of Jack Reacher, you will love that. You'll love this. I've read every word Lee Child has written. Uh, yeah. Well, then you're going to love it. I actually like and the like I TV say, show better like than the books. Reacher. Uh, you know, I think I agree with you, John. Don't yeah, even I, start on me, Tom. I just want to say hi. I haven't seen you forever. I was don't I even just, say so I heard you were on. We've I'm got here. we've got this version of Kenny today. I've got no defenses, so those don't are the best. Ken, that's the best Kenny to have. Leave me alone, Tom. <laughs> Tom, watch yourself. <laughs> Ken, here's what I need from you today, sir. I need a maple grove and a seafood. I don't want an explosive situation. Yeah, he gets some jerky today. It's like a, it's almost like a high school chemistry experiment. So I watched, did John, did you watch uh, this seasons at all? I haven't. I I'm watching, I'm trying to get through uh, the next Bosch, the newest season of Bosch that I'm going to watch Reacher. I tried that Bosch. I didn't last 30 minutes. Really? The problem is there's too much on TV. I agree completely. So I watched the first three and I was absolutely delighted. I really, really loved it. Good as one. Yeah, uh, they released three at a time, evidently. Hmm. Um, so then I started, well, I actually watched them again yesterday. And uh, you really notice the bad acting the second time through. <laughs> the first time through, you're just excited to be watching it. And it's yeah. fun. It's a fun ride. <sighs> Is it season one you're talking about? Season two. Bernie, you're yeah, killing me here. Season one. Yes, you do. And... And it, as it's an uh, it's it the doesn't end is, on episode one. No, no, they're all it, it's like chapters of a book. Okay. Yeah. And the great thing about it, it's like you know James Bond. You know he's not going to die. Right. You, you know these guys that are coming after him are going to really be sorry. They're going to get hit. Yeah, they're going to get hurt. And that's always fun. But the second time through, you kind of notice the clunky acting, and you know. <laughs> I didn't let enough time go by. That's the problem. Hey, we watched some movie about uh, these family singers that say goodbye to death or something. Hey, Joe, what? the week of after Christmas, since yeah. we're going to be out Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. Can we do a Monday night sports talk later that week? I don't care. Okay. That's I'm going to say Thursday. I don't care. Okay. Well, Thursday, right. <sighs> You do it on Friday. Does a shot. I've he does a spot on Fridays anyway. Okay. I need at least six more inches on each arm. Hey, now. <laughs> this is a whole new thing for me. Yeah. Three. What was the name of this movie? We saw it. It's uh, the Singers Leave Austria. No, that's kind of music. Watch that. <laughs> no, it's Julia Roberts and. And was it the last else? of whatever that new one? Last of uh, say goodbye to the world or something? Yeah, last and they're they're uh, it's it it's terrible. It's schlocky. It's like a made for TV movie, but it's a terribly plausible scenario for what could face 
any industrialized country, and that is you don't need aircraft carriers and hand grenades and bombs. All you need is some guy with a computer, and you could upend everything. Leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. There's a great scene where all these cars are crashing into each other on the on the interstate, but it turns out they're all empty. They're they're self-driving Teslas that, because of this, the foul up in the electrical world, have been t- they leave their dealerships and drive around and crash into each other. Well, you can't trust them. And there's a really neat scene where they're on the beach at the beginning of the movie, and in the distance they see an oil tanker. It just keeps getting closer and closer and closer to the point where it runs up on the beach. Well, because it had lost all its GPS capabilities. Yeah. That'd be really cool. It's really cool. That's also what they do to ships when they want to. Tear them down, tear them apart. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like in South America. They run them aground? Uh, in Africa somewhere. They just both throttled right up onto shore. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden <laughs> Stores. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Let's go. Is everybody good on ads? Rook, I need. Uh, I do that with the sound story. I do that with my little glass term. Zero res. Yeah, but you really got a timer. And right welter. Get that lower unit up <laughs> before it starts dragging. Bradaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1211, December 18th, 2023. 55 degrees. 55. On this day. Which is what I turn on Saturday. In 1923. <laughs> and it was 24 below on this day in 1983. Hail the flashlight, King. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon it's Garage Logic <laughs> with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hype in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I have received... The Lake Detective's annual Christmas card. And I did not know this about it. Every year you send a picture of decorated milfoil. Mm -hmm. I I always anticipate that. Same. Blue Water Science. Uh, And on the back, he writes, Merry Christmas. This is the 25th year we've received this. What's that noise? I'm playing the LD Steve. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the what? The 25th year we received a card. But here's what he notes. No repeats. Every year, there is a new milfoil Christmas tree. I See, I always that. thought it was I, the same one. No, I look forward to that as well. That's neat. So this is a new milfoil Christmas tree, the hmm. 25th. Copy. Thank one you. word. How are you? We uh, received the uh, Souchere Christmas card in our home over the weekend. Isn't that fun? It was so, you know, here's what I love about the Souchere Christmas card. I, mean, I don't know if you guys concur, but um, what's really neat is you get an update on all those gorgeous kids that they have in that family. And then uh, at the very end, she works a three word sentence about Joe. Oh, yeah, he's still him. around. Him. <laughs> him. She refers to Joe as him. This year, she used the term bamboozled. Yeah. Oh, yes. He yes. got bamboozled. Yeah. That was fun. Uh-huh. How you doing, over Joe? 
uh, let's get to the new state flag, shall we? Sure. It has been chosen. You mean the new Somalia flag? It's not. It's not the flag of Somalia. I the, I have cannot believe the amount of conversation this is generating. I can't believe the the number of emails I've received because we are uh, we the the uh, the great unwashed Greek chorus of us is insisting that this is now a copy of the Somalian flag from is it Punt. Puntland, Puntland, Somalia. Right. And uh, a lot of uh, people, a lot of people, a lot of people like have Somalia. got themselves convinced that this is, uh, here's one that believes it's a, uh, an accurate mimicry of the PLO flag. Wow. And uh, it undeniably is similar. It, it looks like they took the two and combined them together. Uh, here's, came up with uh, here's another one. Is this Minnesota or Somalia? Joe, the colors are the same. I know. I never uh, even thought of that aspect. He, and Joe mentioned this earlier, and I've seen the Somalian flag, and obviously we've all seen the new Minnesota state flag. Didn't put two and two together. When you see them side by side, wow. How can you not say that one inspired the other, Joe? Seriously, look at them. What are you seeing? I'm seeing the folly of trying to be inoffensive. You've you've picked uh, as generic uh, a flag as possible because you are attempting to cleanse history by getting rid of a flag that was easily identifiable and you knew what it meant. It's only the dark-souled people who attached insidious meanings to it they managed to see in that flag genocidal implications because of an Indian riding west as though away. Well, A, he's not riding west. The Indian's riding south. Yeah, well, he's pointed at us. And 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 to suggest genocide is just the, the sickness that has infected uh, progressivism. But I believe it was Native American groups that first complained about the Minnesota flag. Which is fine, <laughs> but and, and they you're... have a good argument, but let's have some native... Let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, what, th what, what the point is that you're replacing a flag that was clearly identifiable. It did not represent anything except Minnesota. And now you replaced it with essentially something entirely meaningless. Mm -hmm. That what can happen, given the the social media were awash in and everything else. People can now attach to this new flag whatever they want because it's meaningless. It doesn't well, mean anything. I, I know what the Somalis are going to attach to well, it. Well, and that that they may be justified in that, but I don't think. Well, first of all, the the emblems and redesign commission. Uh, they got themselves. Uh, they're they're getting exactly what they deserve. The ground rules for any aspirant who wanted to enter a flag in the contest were so restrictive and so prohibitive that we don't know what kind of nifty flag could have been created because they were told right off the bat uh, no, no individual can be uh, uh, drawn, no, no slogan, no nothing, nothing. You couldn't have anything. So what are you stuck with? You're stuck with this nonsense that they came up with right. that can mean anything to anybody. And uh, 
I am not uh, I am not at a point where I'm believing that the state uh, chose a flag because it it's akin to a Somalian flag. I, I don't believe that. I just think it's a, a ridiculous coincidence that they asked for. They're getting what they deserve. It would be fun to go down to the West Bank with a microphone and a camera and talk to a few Somali people mm-hmm. and see what they say. If Somali people want to uh, take some glee in the fact that, man, that sure looks like the flag we left behind. Well, that I can't blame them. Again, this is what you what you asked for when you. When you take a flag that we all knew and you've decided that it's dreadful and must go, but we're going to replace it, and then you issue ground rules that make it virtually impossible to create anything meaningful, this is what you're left with. You're left with nothing. It's nothingness. And people can, you can't fail at nothing. Remember, isn't that Thomas Sowell? You can't fail at nothing. It's failure proof. So they got these slashes of color on there, like a paint sample card from the hardware store, and bing, bang, boom, <laughs> but, got a flag. But no, I dispute that. It isn't they just randomly pick three colors. Kenny's right. Yeah. They're the exact yeah. three colors. It, it, the bars it, equally match. Go ahead, John. I don't know if this will help any, but I have an interview with the fellow who designed it. Remember, these were all sent in. These were all submissions. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Andrew Precker is his name. He's from Laverne. Minnesota and the colors were chosen to symbolize different, each color, a different aspect of Minnesota. He says, this is in the interview Uh, for the stripes, white represents snow and winter. The green stripe represents our beautiful nature and the importance of agriculture and the light blue stripe represents the several significant meanings of water to our state as the land of 10,000 lakes, the birth state of the Mississippi river and the origins of our state's name, which came from the Dakota language, which translates to a place of sky tinted water. That's that's uh, his explanation of what the colors are. I I don't think that Andrew Preckle is it Precker Precker yeah. from Worthington Laverne Laverne. I don't think he sat in his den and said I'm going to create a Somali flag. I just don't think that's the case. But but why use why you don't even have a tree a birch tree? Well, they are Minnesota colors. You could make the argument of the colors of any state. Yeah, even the loon. I mean, you can't even give us a loon. Right, or the Mississippi River. An eagle. Give me, Come on, give me something to work with. Here. I, I can't help you, boys, except to, to try to help you understand that it you are legitimately questioning the flag because the flag begs you to. It, it, it says nothing it, about Minnesota it, to it, me. Because it's meaningless. And they, the rules they set out for the aspirants restricted them to the degree where guys like Andrew Peckle. Precker. In, Pecker? Precker. Precker. You brought her. Yeah. <laughs> Not today. Precker. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was, what rules was he left to work with? Well, that's just it. It doesn't say anything about Minnesota. And if it was bad what we had, are are we to remove it so that we forget about it and we don't address it? Yeah, Uh, I have a stupid question. Who decided it needs to be changed? The whole state. Thank you. It was a Democratic legislature. Did we vote on this? Everybody it, in the a, state? It was a Democratic, Did I have a say? No. Did you didn't. have a say? No. As a result of the trifecta. Well, so, and that's just it. I have my hand raised. Sorry. Right. Um 
Andrew Precker. Thank you. May not have had that intention. I'm not saying he had, but it was selected. Why don't you try to get him on the line? Yeah, it wasn't his idea. He's right. He just was one of the people. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's he didn't set out. So is to, he a graphic artist or something? Well, yeah, whatever. Uh, he, he didn't I, set out to draw a Somali flag. Where's he from anyway? Worthy. He's from Laverne. Are you guys deaf? Is this on? John. I mean, where is he from? Hated Slayton. Was he born there? I don't let me land. There's a picture here of Andrew. I would guess he was born in Laverne. I'm just guessing by looking at him. And I don't mean anything bad by that. Wow, what night. do Laverne people look like? <laughs> so I got to say, I went to their high school football game this last fall. They stinks. So he's like everybody else from Laverne. He's got a couple of empty beer cans in the cab yeah. and some cigars. <laughs> Andrew Precker. Probably a gun or two. Oh. He's on. So he's one of us. He's nice an player. artist, it says. Oh, that helps you. Well, and again, in fairness to the people who applied... They 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 were so tightly confined in what they could do that you had you know two thousand people submitted blue white and red stripes or green or whatever the hell they are. What else can you do? They virtually said, "Don't do anything. Don't do anything that would cause controversy." So what do they do? They create controversy purely in the imaginations of people because people are justified in looking at this thing and coming up with all sorts of nonsense because it begs for it. It means nothing. It's meaningless. Hmm. Um, And that's what happens when you set out to cleanse history. You're wrong. I'm what? You're wrong. All right. You're wrong. That's fine. It's a fast conspiracy. (laughs) You are relatively calm about this. Uh, Well, let me try one more time. You have been speaking on, you have been so outspoken about the mystery for decades. This this is, yeah, this is the peak, the pinnacle, the act. This is it, baby. This is our backyard. This is the top of the mystery right here. This is the flag on top of Mount Mystery. And it's developed by a guy from Laverne. <laughs> right here in our state. Let me try one more time. <laughs> one more time. To get through that concrete head of yours. <laughs> Freshly shaven concrete I head. I speak on behalf of all GL Americans. GL Americans. Thank you for like US Americans. Yes. I am not going to stand here and let you. <laughs> the mystery uh, is well served by this flag. Yeah, because yep. the mystery, the mystery has at its heart the desire to wipe out convention, patriarchy, history, capitalism. Uh, right and wrong, competitiveness, entrepreneurship, much of which was represented in the in the in the flag that they got rid of. This this flag perfectly represents the mystery because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. They've removed fact 
1858 is when we became a state. That's an offensive date because that would harm somebody with a grand great grandmother who might have uh, suffered. They removed individuals mm-hmm. that may be working the land or lived here. Mm-hmm. Yep. They removed uh, earth. All by design. Right? All you don't by see design. A tree. You don't see a, a lake. You don't no. see. It's the perfect flag for the morons who run this state. And they are morons. They're not charitable people. They're not wise people. I think all I'm saying is I didn't get a say in this. Thank you. This is my state, too. Kenny's right. I live here. I pay taxes. Why why am I discounted? Why am I the heel here? You know what I found most unnerving is when the, uh, the local news gatherers they interviewed the man on the street about the new flag. And everyone's kind of upbeat about it. Well, that, Joe, that they're, idiot. me. they're idiots. They say, Oh, oh and I'm I sure am. they went to outstate Minnesota. They probably interviewed people that were six blocks from. And ask them when the Civil War was. Hey, you know what? Just ask them who fought in the Civil War. Well, you're you, not, you're you know, not, you've yeah. got to establish a baseline with these people. Well, these morons. kids aren't studying history, they're studying gender issues. Which is a you're crying making, shame. You're making my point. But well, I know I am. And and the flag, the flag is as this this new flag, which is silly. It's the perfect flag for the mystery. But this idiot on the street that you're referring to, though, they're treating this like it's a new uniform for the twins. They don't understand exactly. that this is supposed to represent what, what I said. What I said to the pirate. Yes, I said I that's what unnerves permission. me. I have yet to hear aside from me. I have yet to hear anyone in the local news gatherers raise one word of doubt about this thing. Not what I say to the pirates, yeah. you can, you hey, got you me got right me now, flag but now. I got you. Well, nobody that works for a TV or their newspaper is going to say. I do. I not, did. They're not going to editorial. <laughs> yeah, if you're a columnist, yeah, fine. But I don't see any. No one else commented about this. You and Lilacs can talk about it all you want. but you know, I don't think Lilacs did, did he? You know, I don't know. You know my point is, of, my point is, we are mind numbed. Uh, people just looked at this and just went, "Huh, okay." Well, isn't that right there indicative of why we're in this mess? Yes. That's too many people are just saying, "Oh, all right." That's what the people in oh, charge want. We went from an eighteen billion surplus to a two. Oh, all right. Yep, they don't know what. 1819 or 1893 or 18 they don't know they don't know anything i wrote about the flag yesterday and and i was writing about this doesn't unify anybody the state's more splintered than it's ever been they keep taxing us into a big hole and spending the surpluses and among the responses i got by email because they don't take comments anymore in the saint paul paper which I think I'm grateful for. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the one of the some lady emailed me and said, "Well, you dope. The reason uh, that we're have, spending the money is because the economy's so good in Minnesota." <laughs> I'm not even going to respond to this. I mean, how do you deal with wow. such stupidity? You can't deal with it. Was that a comment at home from the CP? No, this was an email. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she still comments on his column, right? The public cannot. Well, but the point is, uh, it, it's it's it wasn't intended to be a Somalian flag. You guys can think that, uh, and I don't blame you if you want to. But I'm not going to go there. I just think it's what you get when you reach out expecting nothing. 
Fellas, what do you think the over-under is on him finally? When is it going to dawn on Joe that he was wrong? The same way he did, did with the walls. Remember how optimistic oh, he yeah. was with walls? <laughs> At the beginning of COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Do we got a, a day, a week, a month, a year? When's he going to come on? Through the holidays. Up? I think through the holidays. Because he'll have a lot of a what long you, time. What, what are you anticipating that I'm going to say, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I it's am. It's a Somalian flag. No, it's not. It's a meaningless. It could be anybody's flag. It does look awfully similar to the one. I would love. Right, right, right. It does look similar. I would love so to it read looks your, similar to a, a, an ice cream parlor. I mean, it means nothing. Okay. <laughs> That's what you need you, to tell you, yourself. You stop under that flag. You can buy great outdoor furniture at that store. I mean, it, it means nothing. <laughs> This is the flag of what do you call it? Whimpering County, the neighboring county to uh, Gumption County. What if or Coward County? We find out that Andrew Prozac, <laughs> Precker. You know what? I'm going to try this. Let's see if let's see if these idiots pick this flag. Like the yo-yo guy. Yes, he he did it as a lark, <laughs> as a bit. We're being punked, and he said, "Oh my God, they picked it." I tried to copy the Somalian flag, and these idiots picked it. Speaking of that, Joe, you're good. right. We got to get this guy on. We've got to get him. Well, on. call him, you morons. You just sit there, yeah. look up his number. Oh, we're doing a show. Well, that's all right. You got. To... <laughs> Speaking of that, Willard Munger had an interesting point. Willard Anger, I'm sorry. We were talking about that 55-year-old creep in Canada who went swimming with the with the yeah, girls. Right. Yeah. And he's saying, uh, you mentioned he was some sort of teacher. I think psychology or human behavior. Yep, professor. What he's yeah. doing is disgusting. But what if he's actually on our side? I mean, what if he's trying to get such a rise out of the populace that something actually gets done? Mm. No, unlikely, he writes. Double agent? But maybe. I think he's half right. I think that's exactly what he's doing, but he's definitely not on the side of sanity. I don't think he's on the side of sanity. Go ahead, sorry. A lot lot of insanity in the news today. (laughs) 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 Your new garage door guy is the whole family. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. And believe me, if you're looking for a gig, they're hiring. They pay well. Great benefits. They do great work. People who get hired there tend to stay. They need garage door technicians and garage door installers and warehouse inventory associates. That sounds pretty fancy. I think it means you work in the warehouse and make sure Jimmy gets the door he ordered. Right. Gets it into his truck to get out to your house. They uh, serve the metro in western Wisconsin. They don't charge more for weekends, and they cover everything from springs and rollers to the actual door itself if you need one. Uh, Nothing but good reports have come back to the desk of the mayor here in Garage Logic on Twin Cities, uh, Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Call them at 612-263-6985. Or go online and make your appointment with them at PrecisionDoorMN.com. That's PrecisionDoorMN.com. Rook. Yo. I'll take one from you here, please. All right. In the middle or after? As we bump back. Oh, awesome. As we as we bump back. 
So I need three from Rook today, and I need two from you. Remember the experiment I ran on the kids who wanted to buy wild tickets? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, out in... Uh, uh, I said they're, they're playing Edmonton tonight. Yeah. If you can tell me where Edmonton is... Oh, no, I didn't I know about this. I'm gonna give you these I'm going to give you my tickets. Well, they couldn't, so I went to the game. <laughs> and that was the beginning of sadness. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they tell you where Edmonton was? Because they're idiots. <laughs> he says about his grandchildren. They're kids in Rice Park. Oh, they're randos. And I'm oh. walking to the game, and they say, hey, give me your tickets. Give me your tickets. I said, okay. Tell me where Edmonton is, and you can have my tickets. What were the answers? Well, the answer could have been Canada. Well, thank I want to to Canada. Thank now. you. But what were their answers? <laughs> they didn't have an answer. They were stumped. They give. They gave you nothing. They, they didn't no even idea. say Florida. Or... No, they had no. Wow. Idea. That's like Family Feud when they don't answer. It's like say anything. Yeah. Just give me. Uh, just give me anything. Give me I'm a, a name that starts. I'm gonna say Canada. Hold on. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. How do you spell? I'm gonna give me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. Jose. I'm gonna say. Jose. Oh God. And, and what is the? The closed caption. How do they? I am going to tell you, or do they say I'm a? I'm a say. I am. We'll uh, I'm a. The I'm a uh, restroom. Chris. Yes, sir. I'm ready. Well, so am I. Let's okay. go. Ready, Rook? Yeah. <laughs> This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. This Christmas week, would you call this Christmas week? Oh, yeah. Or is that the week that follows Christmas? No, this is part A. This is part A. Who is this? It is December 18th. Dylan Height. It's Dylan Height. Tosh. And as Joe points out, we are well into December, just days away from Christmas. Take your holiday shopping Take this off your holiday shopping list because you're scrolling up and down those mall stores and you're just a stupid sweater or dumb tie or some leggings, whatever the case may be. Get creative this year with a gift card from MySoundStory.com. Sound Story is a professionally produced hour-long conversation in which you or one of your loved ones gets interviewed by somebody like me. And it's a conversation that they tell their experiences about growing up, school, first date, whatever the case may be. With Sound Story, you or your loved one's voices and stories are saved for your family forever. It's not just passing down, remember when Grandpa put horseradish sauce on his forehead. He'll <laughs> tell you the story about that. You and your siblings, go in on a gift certificate for your parents and get them a Sound Story gift card at MySoundStory.com. For a limited time, the promo code FLASHLIGHT, punch that in, and you get 10% off that Sound Story gift certificate. It's a great concept. Imagine being able to pass this to your grandkids, your great-grandkids, all the way down. It is possible now with Sound Story. It's a gift you will never regret giving, but it's a gift that everyone in your family is going to love. Just go to MySoundStory.com, promo code FLASHLIGHT, and you get 10% off. Promo code is FLASHLIGHT at MySoundStory.com. Beginning January 1, uh, menstrual products (laughs) have to be be in... Uh, all bathrooms in schools, male oh. and female. Interesting. Not to mention, I suppose, the ones that are U- shared. Unisex? Yeah. And, we still uh, call those unisex, or is that outlawed? I don't know. That's a good question. And the Democrats in the House, or Senate, whatever, they rejected an amendment to specify that the product should be available for females only. 
the 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 Democrats want these products. Well, that's not inclusive. Jerry. Available yeah. to males, most particularly the author of the bill, who is Sandra Feist. Uh, we'll start with rookie looking her up right now. Sandra Feist. F e i s t. She has a. Uh, uh, she we have audio of her. Uh, granted, it's from the meeting this past January, but it's 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 pertinent now because her bill goes into effect. Uh, what in two weeks or whatever, whenever January first is. Forty one B in the Twin Cities Northern Metro Area, Columbia Heights, New Brighton, Anoka, Hennepin, and Ramsey counties. But my sources say it'd be two weeks from today. All right, and she. <laughs> you uh, think I've got a bad haircut? Right. Yeah. Rook, uh, born and raised in Wisconsin. Yeah. Went to uh, attended the University of Madison, uh, and earning a BA in history and politics. Well, politics. You can't flunk that. She moved to New Orleans to sing jazz. Really? She began a career in immigration law as a case manager uh, for a place. Oh, went to Bill Mitchell. In, oh, yeah, in 05, while attending a Loyola, Loyola University, New Orleans College of Law, she was displaced due to Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. She moved north to be with family in Minnesota, transferred to William Mitchell, where she met her husband, Ben. Her husband moved to New Brighton. Uh, they opened a firm specializing in immigration law in 2010. Um, she's held various leadership positions in the local American Immigration Lawyers Association. She uh, Feist expressed both praise and disappointment with Barack Obama's record on immigration reform. She advocated against country uh, country limits for employee-based green cards, calling them racist. And she criticized uh, Donald Trump's immigration policy and the U.S. US Senate's Raise Act. Um, She's married to a she's married to a guy. A lawyer Feist, has yeah. kids. Yeah, lives in New Brighton with her husband Ben and their two children. Really? Yeah. I, I, I mean, let's say a few positive things about her. At least she's got a job, you know, in a, in well, a business. Uh, well, then here's the mother of two children married to a male. Uh, here's her audio about her bill. I would encourage uh, the committee to vote no on this amendment um, for a few reasons, um, practical, financial, social, emotional. Um, first, uh, there are a lot of schools that are moving towards gender neutral bathrooms. And if we add female, we might become obsolete very quickly. Um, second, not all students who menstruate are female. Um, we need to make sure that all students have access to these products. Um, there are obviously less um, non-female menstruating students, and therefore their usage will be much lower. And that was actually um, calculated into the cost of this um, and how much we decided to fund it. And so we, we do not expect that the non-female menstruating students will use um, these products as much as the, the students using female bathrooms, but it's important to have them there. Um, and that brings me to this, just the social-emotional reasons for that. Um, these students who are not female, who menstruate um, face a greater stigma and barrier um, to asking for these products. And so providing them in an easily accessible place um, in all student bathrooms is particularly important for those students. These guys, number one, Reavers, you've got two boys. Wow. What are those boys going to do when they stroll into the man? Give me some quarters. Let's hang these things everywhere. Remember what I did to Matthew's scooter? Yeah. Tassels. That's what you're going to do. They don't know boys. They don't know boys. Yeah. The the boys' bathroom will run out of these products sooner than the girls. Plus, moms are going to go, hey, grab me some. 
Yeah. yeah. They'll never have to go to Just the drugstore again. Bring them home. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I don't drive a Fiat. But if I did, I drive a Bentley. Oh. You it might look like a Fiat to you, but I'm saying it's a Bentley. Oh, I see what you're saying there. Uh, okay. It's a Bentley. When we hear sound bites like that, I I I motion that we uh, single out that we don't anticipate that. Okay, so I really actually, <laughs> without joking, I tried to figure this out. Here's what I've come up with. Um, not all students that are female menstruate. Is that what she said? Yep. Mm-hmm. Assuming boys menstruate. Is she referring to kids, girls that have trans, trans, what it's called, transitioned, transitioned from female to male. Is that what she's referring to? Those uh, kids? Well, she used the word identify in identify. that soundbite. Okay, so then we're to assume that these former females, now boys, are using the boys' restroom. Is that, in fact, true? I, I don't know. So. My point and, is... And wait a second, one more thing. If they've transitioned, that means they're probably taking hormones. If they're taking hormones, they're not menstruating. I don't think boys menstruate. Well, yeah, but obviously, I was just trying to. You don't think? I was trying <laughs> to figure out what the hell There's they're not, talking about. You can't about, figure Joe. out mental illness. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm very comfortable with the idea. This is mental disturbance, at the very least. Men don't menstruate. And just think, if you were someone that opposed this on the campaign trail, you would be subjected to saying, "Well, he's against spending money on education." Yeah. Uh, I I don't think we should have our hands in this. You know, first of all, <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. He's gonna say, uh, it down. "No, I understand uh, f- females in high school, uh, maybe even in grade school. I'm not an expert." Yeah, around age 12 or so. They might need 11. menstrual products. Yeah, sure. Uh, 11, I, apparently, it's the new order of the world that we pay for those. Yeah. Okay, that's one thing. You know, if a kid needs that and she's down on her and luck. That's and that awkward time. I get that. didn't sure. have an extra couple bucks for her. And so we're going to supply, the taxpayers are going to supply these products for her. Uh, that's one thing. Right. Well, why does this complete goofball believe that that men need these products too? They don't. Period. Even and to drive your point even further, men that have transitioned to being female still do not need these products. It's like the guy in Canada where there's no reasoning. It's just it's time, it's past time to say Get your ass out of this locker room, you phony. Right. Get the hell out of here. It's the same thing can be applied here. Men don't menstruate. There's no argument about this, especially for all you screwballs who pretend to believe in science when it suits you. Mm-hmm. I think phony is too kind. I would substitute psycho. Psycho. You're a psycho. <laughs> Do you? And well, let's quit pretending. Well, we should be sensitive and talk about this. Perhaps there is someone who. No, no, no. that ain't the way it works. I'm, I'm sorry. I think we're in. <laughs> no. 
We can't get out. We're in too deep. We add email. We might become obsolete. Shut up, you weirdo. <laughs> Reavers has uh, Aunt Flo visited you yet this month? I am waiting. Are you playing with um, the Detroit Red Wings but... this month? <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before. Oh, God. For my girlfriend in high school, I've been blessed once again this month. Wow. Which means she ain't knocked off. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, Joe, figure this out. It's I, a math... I, I, there's nothing to figure out. No, it's a math problem. Uh, uh, I'm reading from Alpha. But districts receive $2 times the adjusted pupil units of the school for the school year to pay for these. So we don't actually have a total here, do we? No. I, I don't know what, do the only, what, do these products only cost two bucks? Is that two bucks a piece? You're asking I, us? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> only rookie might know, and I'm even he might not know. Uh, buy them all the time. Uh, not afraid to buy them. If you get them at Walgreens, oh my God! And you are a member of the Walgreens thing, you yeah. can get that second box at a little discount, like half off. I but remember they're, about, they're roughly thirteen for a box. Doesn't certain birth control pills stop Aunt Flo from visiting? Yes, yeah. yes, there are. Well, yes, there are. Birth, if you're on birth control, it's, we've all made the purchase. I have not ever. Never really. Never really. Wow. Never. Wow. I, I ain't going to the store. I would say most, most. It's not for me. <laughs> well, it's it's. Hey, will you please do me a favor and pick this up on the way? Maybe home? that sure. has happened once. I can't. I remember. guarantee Joe, uh, you have it. Do you have that point. crabby coffee shop sounder thing? I've got a story about menstruation. I don't here. want a story. <laughs> <laughs> it's not repulsive. It's, hold on, it's hold good. on. You got to give me a bit of a heads up so I can dig her out of the old <laughs> archives. Because there is a use for this. Hey y'all, here's Kenny. With news from the crappy coffee shop. So, a couple of years ago, we we're having problems with the deer eating our uh, our fruit trees <laughs> in the orchard. So, <laughs> the roommate comes home with a box of tampons. I soak them in like wolf urine and coyote urine and all kinds of predator that urine. Where do you and get then, the urine? That's a whole different okay. deal. And then I hung them all over on the fruit trees. That would work. Oh my god! And it worked, I bet. Yeah, it worked fine. What's your cartoon yeah. bubble of Kenny uh, executing this plan at his head? Finding homestead? us if this is long. Is it long? Is, is it full? You think I, I'm in the time? And they, you know, we had a big. I had a big box of them, and I feature them prominently in my shop. They're up on a shelf where everybody can see them. <laughs> you know this Sandra oh. Feist. Yes, sir. Married two uh, presumably beautiful young children. Why would you do this to your kids? Why would you raise them in a, a way that where truth is denied? Oh, those kids are doomed from the get-go. I don't understand how no, you can do that to children. They're going to be activists. What sensitivity does she think she's acknowledging? And and yeah. does it need to be acknowledged? The way Reavers takes his boys to um, ball games, baseball, basketball, yeah. football, she's taking her kids to protests. We don't, yes, right. we, we don't know that about her. We don't know that about her. You're right, but we're. Assuming. But the environment with which they're growing up in is probably filled with that kind of nonsense. Yeah. Kenny's and, right. and the old man must go along with it. Mr. Feist, if that's his name, she's probably keeping. Well, maybe he menstruates. Maybe that's why she was on this trip. Maybe, but I don't think men menstruate. Okay. I, I could be wrong, <laughs> but I'm unaware of it. Wow. <laughs> it's the old XY deal, it's called chromosomes. And uh, I'm familiar, 
And I love all these people with that sign in their yard. You know, we, everyone welcome here. We love science, blah, blah, blah. I, well, if you love science, why do you believe this BS? It's just, it's just, you know, progressivism. It's a lot of work. It is. And here's the problem with it. You know, it's one thing. Uh, uh, progressivism probably brought us gay marriage, for example. Sure. All right. Two guys get married. Okay. Two, Two gals get married. All right. Well, I certainly don't have a problem. Well, with that. you're not letting me finish my point. All right. Go ahead. Well, either do I. That why should they be denied that? Right, if that's exactly. if they want to be married and have their life together, that's fine with me. The greatest quote ever. The guy that ran. Remember, we played it. They should have the right to be just as miserable as the rest right. of us. A game of flaws. Yes. Right. But but yeah. would you would you agree that that's been brought to us by? Somewhat the mystery. Progressivism resulted in that. I mean, if if there was no progressivism, there unlikely would be gay marriage. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. okay. But here's the problem: progressivism uh, never knows when to quit. It never stops. Yeah. So so you go from gay marriage to now you know twenty six different genders, men menstruate, on and on and on and on. So. So by the time rational people react, it's too late because they've already planted all this BS. Yeah, we've been run over. We, yeah. you, you've we've been, been run bold, over by bulldozed. it. Yeah. Everyone with a rational, kind soul said, you know what? Why can't two people get married if they're the same sex? Big deal. But didn't stop. Mm. It just keeps going and going and going. It's like the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. And so now there's no turning it back. There's no, there's no recapturing sanity or rationality right. or logic because you have, we elect people like this Feist character who is, in my estimation, disturbed. Oh, oh, pick me, pick me. Yes. I And I guarantee if we go back to when she was running for office, what were her bullet points? Well, it wasn't, I plan on fully funding education. I plan. It was all the talking points yeah. of the boilerplate crap that we hear from everybody. You know, but this is actually what she wants to enact. What's interesting, Such, is when gay people or even people that have transitioned come out and agree with what you just said, they're shouted down just as much right. as GLers are equally. Isn't Bruce Jenner's not in favor of of the transition swimming thing, right? I don't think no, so. He's come out Correct. against it. He's shouted down. It's a human nature that given an inch, you're going to try to take a mile. There's just... It's, that's, that's human nature. There's no common sense left. So, uh, this is your last week to get the EcoFund in Columbus, Forest <laughs> Lake. <laughs> and take it in Burnsville on the uh, service road of life near County Road 42 and, and take advantage of not only a really great Christmas sale, but a fun one, a mix and match Christmas sale. Buy one bike, yep. get the next one to 50% off. It's a mix and match Christmas sale at EcoFund Motorsports. All electric bikes in stock, youth ATVs, Bentelli scooters, youth dirt bikes. This is a great time. I mean, look. Here it is. You know, climate change is going to ruin the world. Yep. We're probably going to have summer now in 10 months a year. Yep. So you get an electric bike. Let's go. And get one for the, your buddy or your wife. And then you're going to get that one at 50% off. Excellent.
Uh, it's a great time at EcoFund Motorsports. Vespa scooters, 10% off MSRP. That's for GLers only. And here's the other thing for GLers only. Tell them your GL when you make your Christmas purchases. Mm-hmm. They store it for you all winter. You don't have to worry about it. Pick it up in the spring. They also have enough snow removal equipment that turns snow removal into a winter recreation. It's fun. Plow blades and ATVs and you name it. Also at EcoFun Helmets, apparel, great service and great, great people. EcoFun has been with Garage Logic since the since the very beginning. It's EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 97, immediately west of 35. I call it Forest Lake. Some people call it Columbus. <laughs> Down in Forest Lake, it's on the service road of life near County Road 42 and a great website, ecofunmotorsports.com. I was at the uh, school over today. Saw Mike dropped off uh, the Jeep to get repaired. And do you know what my 18-year-old son did? I don't. Hit a deer. No. Uh, he put some tracks on the back window of each side of the Jeep, one that holds uh, five gallons of gas and the other holds water, like if he's camping or four-wheeling or whatever. Well, where'd you get those? I got them off of a Facebook marketplace. That's great. They're each worth 500 bucks. The guy gave offered him $400. Okay, but you got to come and pick them up. All right. Hey, they're down in the basement. Just hold this uh, next to your No, fear. they're in Fargo. <laughs> he drove to Fargo, bought them, and drove back and didn't tell Mick or myself. His girlfriend knew. I said, Gabe, are you crazy? You drove to Fargo without telling us. What if you would have gotten in trouble? What if? This sounds like Kenny. That's exactly yeah. well, what I Well, he's 18. Well, I know I said you're 18. You can do what you want, but. Just tell when, me. When did he go? Friday. Up and back on the same day? Yep. Did he have to buy, to buy something to hang a bacana? Wasn't Friday bad weather? It was raining. Wait, did I, he know, I would have run up there for him. At Fargo's like 55 minutes. Yeah, I would have done it for him. Well, I didn't know he was oh. doing it. Next time I'll right. tell him. If yeah. you can buy anything more from that guy, yeah. <laughs> he'll do it for a grunt off. You hear that, GL? There's part of the town council. You need something from Fargo. Kenny's your guy. Yeah, Kenny will get it for you. Uh, John, when you get to your midway point, please sir, start the rookie. The rookster. <laughs> oh, one. I'm sorry. One. One. <clears throat> Ken, I'm ready for whatever you'd like to do here. John, don't forget North American Banking Company, please. Gotcha. Surely, surely. Oh, you know what time it is? You were right. You hit it on the head last week. It's it's mix and match science. He's doing his water mixing. Yeah. Powder. Oh, it's clockwork. <laughs> ready? Who is Rook got something? Kenny does. All right, let's go. Roll. Yes, he's often not here. <laughs> Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Peace on earth when pigs fly. That ain't going to happen. I'll tell you what will happen. Peace of mind with 12% off Liberty Safe products at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Santa Rich, the man. You're going to have peace of mind knowing all your goodies, everything valuable protected with the best safe ever made right here in the USA 
Best Fire Protection Money can buy transferable lifetime warranties and delivery and setup courtesy of Rich. Now is the time. Pull the trigger on that. And let's start with the website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. You can see all the varieties of the Liberty Safe. Then give uh, Rich a call and uh, ask further questions if you have them, 763-494-9075. I'd ask about the hours, especially this week. And then when you're ready, stop into Maple Grove, the showroom there. It's at 6901 East Fish Lake Road. And pester Rich in person. Go home with a brand-new Liberty Safe, 12% off. Um, you can't go wrong with a deal like that. MapleGroveLockandSafe.com. John, before you begin, may I add yes. a news item? Sure. Tom Lyman of the Traveling Lymans alerted me to this. Giant Japanese conglomerate Nippon Steel has bought yeah. U.S. Steel. For fifteen billion dollars, formed in 1901 and built by Andrew Carnegie and J.P. Morgan, U.S. Steel has been an icon. That's Foghornable. I gotcha. Of American industry, now it's being sold to a foreign country. This is sad on many levels. Notes Tom Lyman. I I agree with them. U.S. Steel, which has such a presence in Minnesota and throughout Minnesota's history mm-hmm. on the Iron Range. It's like selling Ford to a company in, you know, Nicaragua or something. Mm-hmm. Wow. How many how many jobs are we talking about? Uh, well, I mean, presumably Nippon will keep whatever presence U.S. Steel has in Pittsburgh still in Pittsburgh. Okay. I don't, I don't know, but I just thought I'd note that, John, for your newscast. Thank you. Here's John Knight. That was actually the lead to my national segment coming up well, later. I'm so. sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll do it anyway. There's more. There's Number more. Twenty-two thousand seven forty. Well, John, I'll have more on that coming up. Briefly, uh, <laughs> this news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Minneapolis police are investigating the shooting death of a 43-year-old woman that happened outside an apartment last night. They responded to the 4200 block of Sheridan Avenue South about 820. The woman died despite responding officers giving her CPR. Investigators think the fatal shooting stemmed from what they called a domestic-related incident between the female and her live-in domestic male partner. No arrests so far, though, have been made as of this morning. A male dead after being shot by a Marshall police officer early Sunday morning. Uh, Police in Marshall said on their Facebook page an officer responded to a domestic disturbance around 2.40 a.m. The officer then saw a female being actively stabbed by the subject. According to the news release, police say a taser was deployed. In addition to the shots that were fired, the male died despite life-saving efforts. The female reportedly in critical condition being and was airlifted to a hospital in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. The Minnesota BCA said they are investigating the incident and they say it's not believed to be a random attack and there's no threat to the public. City of Minneapolis and the Minneapolis Park Board are teaming up to increase the repair budget for the 55 miles of parkway roads by millions of dollars through 2029. Right now, the budget to fix potholes and other issues along the parkway system is about 750 grand a year. And that allows, they say, for only about a half mile stretch of road repairs every year. But starting in 2025, that number will grow to 1.2 million and hit its peak of 2.75 million. By that the math end of doesn't work. Yes, sir. $750,000 annually, yes. A half mile stretch of road repairs each year. That, what? Uh huh. That, that's, that, 
Huh? That that that's some tough math there. Yeah. Or really bad roads, but I and how I can't many miles of road. parkway, John? Fifty-five total. Oh well, let's oh, do the math. It, fifty-five. What's fifty-five divided by two? Twenty-seven point five. Well, just call it twenty-eight. Call it twenty-eight. Okay. 28. Times seven fifty. Twenty-eight times seven fifty. Twenty-one thousand. No, no, it's twenty-one million. Well, I'm yeah, looking add for the, add the million. Add the add the zeros, and what do you get? $28 million? $21 million. They don't have $21 million. Well, and, and the numbers they're raising it by, that was the first part of the story I didn't quite understand. They're hardly raising it at all. They make it sound like it's going to be a big deal. So uh, I, I don't know what they're trying to do if they're trying to you know, saying, you know, hey, we need more money or, hey, look, we have more money. But, uh, yeah. Wouldn't it, it, it be neat if just everybody could leave the state? <laughs> or at least the city of Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was the plan we had? We were going to let, uh, we were going to join which Dakota? Were we joining South Dakota? I'll take either south, one. I think. Okay. Yeah. I'll go south. Yeah. yeah. Go south. We don't want you north. All right. Oh, I thought we were going to divide the, the state in half on like Highway 71. That's right. And then yeah. we would be east of Dakota. We'd have to divide okay. it in half from north to south. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Highway 71. Yep. Wait, doesn't 71 go north? So, so yes. I'm on the safe side of 71. You're on that side. I'd you guys are in, side. You're in communist uh, I'd be on the Marxist side. I'm a, I'm a ways yet from 71, so we have to move. You're on the wrong side. Yeah, You'd be on yeah. the Marxist side. Yeah. Uh, Star Tribune reporting on what's become a story we see a couple of times every year now, more than two dozen people rescued from a large ice flow. That's, That's an annual story, isn't it, Jeff? It really is. Or upper Red. Always yep. Upper Red. Same, yep. yep. Yep, a large ice flow that strong winds broke free from the shoreline of Upper Red Lake in northwestern Minnesota. Sheriff Jason Riggs told the Star Tribune that Kelleher Fire and Rescue personnel, with help from Minnesota DNR airboat, brought to shore 27 anglers who had been stranded on a sheet of ice Sunday from shortly before 5 in the afternoon until about 9 last night. Riggs said the ice on the northern portion of the lake is about 10 inches thick, more than twice what the DNR recommends wow. for people to trust as being safe for venturing out on foot. Despite the ample thickness of the ice, wind gusts of at least 40 miles an hour sent the flow into open waters. The sheriff said every year we deal with this. There's always this potential, depending on which way the wind blows. The big one, uh, you probably remember this. I remember reporting on this. November of 2022, about 200 fishermen had to be yeah. rescued off an ice flow in the upper red. Here, here's what I would do. Mm -hmm. if, it's, if the wind is really howling, don't go out on the ice. Go to the bar. Go to the bar. Wait it out. <laughs> Tell her you're out on the, right. on the lake. Right. Yeah. It was very breezy last evening. I was out about 10 o'clock. I love blowing. that. I love Everybody. that wind. I, I yeah. bet that county has the best equipment ever. Because this is every year they're doing this. Oh, yeah. So they've got to have know. some awesome equipment. Yeah. Uh, concert news. The concert company behind Lollapalooza, Austin City Limits, and some of America's other big music festivals has announced plans for a new two-day event in St. Paul next July. C3 Presents has begun advertising a new festival, which they call the Minnesota Yacht Club, which is scheduled for July 19th and 20th on the Harriet Island area along the Mississippi Riverfront across from downtown St. Paul. Minnesota Yacht Club organizers aim to draw 30 to 35,000 fans every day, uh, each day, excuse me, in its inaugural year. About 20 acts are promised each day 
on two big stages in the initial promo for the festival. Uh, the lineup still under wraps. They're not going to announce that lineup along with ticket info until at least mid-January. Well, is it going to be Yacht Rock? I, if they're called Yacht Rock, I wonder if it's Yacht Rock. Uh, well, 20 acts, though, I'll bet it's going to be more than it would have I mean, to be. There's got to be some side stage action. Like, is, is Mr. Yeah. Lifto going to be there? Yeah, I want to see Lifto. Lifto. Yeah, Lifto. Yeah. Lifto. We can yeah. hear that groan from miles yeah. away. Yeah. I probably should have intervened um, sooner because I had a feeling you guys were heading down the wrong path. But thank you, Hans, for pointing this out. Um, once again, bad at math here on Garage Logic. If it's seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars per half mile, yep, and there are fifty-five total miles, yep, that comes up to eighty-two and a half million dollars. Okay, that makes more sense. Wait, yeah, eighty-two and a half. Why million. did we even Is try that a million with an M? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, there's another way to do that. There's another way to do that. We divided it the wrong way. We should have doubled it. Seven fifty and seven fifty is zero no. zero. Carry the one. Seven instead of fourteen one is fifteen. Oh, there you go. A million five per mile. There you go. So you just times fifty-five 50 times yeah, a million. That's how five. we could. Have I heard earlier that fifty-five is the age rookie's going to be on Saturday. Yeah, that's, that's rumor. Right. Rumor has that. You know, Bert Blylevin wore people out bitching about his birthday. I only time. do it during. So December. you should be quiet about your birthday. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. You should know by now. The night's day before Christmas. Christmas. I haven't gotten the word for it's Christmas. 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 23rd. 23rd. One other uh, concert uh, note here that we'll pass along before we take a break. Uh, two outdoor venues announcing concerts over the weekend. Somerset Amphitheater uh, has its first confirmed date for the year. It's a 90s nostalgic concert. Can, Talk can to you me. believe it? 90s nostalgic concert already. Uh, it's the return of Hootie and the Blowfish, August 8th. A part of the Only Want to Be With You summer camp with Trucks Tour featuring Hootie along with 90s stars Collective Soul and Edwin McCain. They'll open up the show. And uh, over at Surly, they've announced a show for August. Americana pop strummers Mount Joy will play there on August 6th. The L.A.-based Philadelphia-rooted band is making the jump uh, to Surly's 5,000-plus capacity outdoor space after they packed the Palace Theater uh, last year. Uh, I, I don't, maybe you guys haven't heard of this band, but I've grown to love them. My kid uh, introduced me to them. Uh, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah I don't a, know them. Yeah. There's a song called Astro Van that uh, I really, really like from three, four years ago. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a break, see what's coming up on the ride, apparently, and uh, talk to Rook to see what's going on. <laughs> well, I can tell you exactly what's going on. It's what? cold. It's freezing out today. And when you went to turn your heat on and it fired right up, good for you. I'm glad you don't have any problems. If you do have a problem, or if you just want to make sure everything is working properly, go to welterheating.com. A lot of times, you don't want to wait until it's an emergency call, but they do do those, by the way, 612-825-6867. However, you should prepare your air conditioning unit, your heating unit, your air purification system. It should be checked out. So if it has not for a long time, but it is working properly now, keep that in the back of your mind. Need to schedule an appointment with Welter. One of their certified techs will come out, and again, they've been around for over 100 years. That means they have changed with the technology. They certify their technicians. Four generations. The family is right here in the great city of Minneapolis. So go to welterheating.com, schedule an appointment online, 
and or you can call them. They'll have a live human being answer the phone, 612-825-6867. Right now, you want to heat your shelter with one of the guys from Ray N. Welter. Everything's still the same in the other room? <laughs> you just get up, went there, turned the light on and off, and walked back in. You walked it's feeling a little gassy. You had to walk into another room. Yeah. No, well, that's no, kind I of you. Thank you for doing that, then. It's kind it's of you. It's not the case. It's not the case. The little guy, we were all sitting on the couch, watching a Christmas movie, having some dinner. Hey, Dad. That's how he starts out every question. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Loaded. Is it okay? I have to fart. <laughs> well, because we were eating. Oh, okay. And I said, okay, buddy, you know what? Why don't you get up and go to the other room? Okay, Dad. Um, I well, thought that very polite. I thought that was very, very polite, polite. Yeah. to ask permission. In my upbringing, don't I don't want to hear it. Yeah, in my upbringing, <laughs> with my dad, I would just do the act, and then he would come into the room. Oh man, did you just drop one? Oh my god, like he was, was going <laughs> to suffocate. <laughs> so he's still at the permission yep. age. I, yep. I was just that very polite, polite young man, and, and he has to because he would. Clear a room. Yeah. Yeah, come in here. I got to check something out. Because that kid can put the food away. He had, We went to the basketball game Friday night. <sighs> he had three hot dogs. Oh, my God. And then he had dinner when we got home. Well, you the shouldn't girls? allow him to have three hot Did dogs. They're Picarna's, bad for you. Picarna's old-fashioned skin on. Oh, oh, these are the real wieners? Mm. Did you go to the Timberwolves? No, the uh, Jordan High School game. Oh. Basketball game. These Timberwolves have still not lost two straight. They're good well, I did Don't they have a big one tonight? Don't they play Are they going to win the Stanley Cup? Yep. <laughs> Before the Wild do. Probably. <laughs> uh, okay, Rook. Uh, we'll come back here with Ken. And then before we break after Johnny's news, give me your... Uh, have you been in touch with Patrick? I have not. <clears throat> well... We're, aren't we doing Monday Night Sports Talk? Well, we better be because I need him to record an ad. Oh. All right, let's go here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Silence. I need a picture of that mural on the roller rink walls, you know, which depicts carnage. I just sent a text you to know Tony. What? So she's I'll be right back. Are you going to go look and see? Yep. I'm in Minneapolis. Look and see for what? His fees he parks out there in front and visitors. I was going to do that, but he can. He's younger than I am. <laughs> what is he driving? That Toyota convertible. Go, yeah. What is it? Not uh, Celica. Yeah. What is it? Did it? Avalon. Mm. So turn off your. I I know he's younger than you, because you're going to be 55 on Saturday here. Ah.
Is the car out there? What? Is it out there? John, you didn't. Uh, I'll tell you sometime off the air. That's I mean, fine. Yeah. It wasn't I'll anything leave. serious. I figured. And I, I do want you to know, HR is having their year-end meeting, and they had a giant tray of Christmas cookies. I walked right past mm. them. They got a keg in there? think so i'll go check them out. what kind of just those sugar cookies? oh no the iced the frosting oh mm. phew come on this is the time of the year though where you get a great parking spot I, in the uh, building i got into the peppermint schnapps over the weekend i don't boys. do that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, grog. uh we ready can we go here i, I think know. joe's ready yeah It's time to play Love and Hardware Store. Yes! What in the world? I love that liner. Am I doing something? Yes, yeah. sir. Oh, I know. Sorry, Kenny. I need to hear from the five folks of Seafoam. Uh, gift idea, another one. It's Go. coming up really quick. Or if you're buying Rookie something for his birthday, uh, just run off to the NAC Hardware Store, Big Box Store, Auto Parts Store. Buy all of your loved ones some seafoam. Here's what we have to choose from. Uh, again, and there's more than just this, but I think these three are your best bet for uh, stocking stuffer or gift itself. White elephant. This is what I'm doing. A seafoam motor treatment. Everybody needs that. A can of top engine cleaner. Now, I realize not everybody needs carb cleaner, uh, but everybody absolutely needs a can of seafoam deep creep. And you think I'm joking. I'm not. These chemicals will save your life eventually. The top, uh, the excuse me, the motor treatment. That helps all engines run better. Old, new, big, small, doesn't matter. The top engine cleaner, like I said, it's carb cleaner. It does its job. And also start a fire or two. Uh, but I'm not supposed to say that. Uh, and then deep creep, of course. Uh, nothing is better for loosening rusty parts, making things work smooth. It's the best, and you should have one in the garage, in the shop, in your vehicle, and in the house. Great Christmas gifts. You'll find them anywhere they're truly wonderful products in our world of rusty parts, gummy carbs, and ill-running engines. We're talking seafoam. Johnny? Thank you, Kenny. In that story uh, Joe told you about earlier, U.S. Steel, the Pittsburgh steel producer that played a key role in the nation's industrialization, is being acquired by Nippon Steel in an all-cash deal valued at about $14.1 billion. When you add in the assumption of debt, it's worth about $14.9 billion. The combined company will be among the top three steel-producing companies in the world, according to 2022 figures from the World Steel Association. That price tag is nearly double what was offered just four months ago by rival Cleveland Cliffs. U.S. Steel, which rejected that offer, confirmed the offering this morning from Nippon. That tie-up would have created one of the top four outside of China, which dominates global steel production. U.S. Steel executives were asked about a potential pushback from U.S. regulators over security concerns on Monday. Uh, U.S. Steel will keep its name and its headquarters in Pittsburgh, where it was founded in 1901 by J.P. Morgan, Andrew Carnegie. It'll become a subsidiary of Nippon. China and Chinese companies have come to dominate global steel production. Of the nearly 2 billion metric tons of steel produced uh, annually across the globe, about 54% of that comes from China. The U.S. currently ranks number four behind China, India, and Japan, and the blast furnace steel plants operated by U.S. Steel are among the most costly to operate compared with more modern facilities that melt down scrap using furnaces. Uh, U.S. Steel plants, though, with blast furnaces remains integral to U.S. manufacturing, especially to the automobile companies in the United States. 
In a CBS News poll, Donald Trump still leads New Hampshire, but Nikki Haley is consolidating most of the non-Trump vote and getting much closer to him. She's emerged as the top candidate to him there. Among the top candidates, Haley gets the best marks of all candidates as being seen as likable, reasonable, and she runs nearly even with Trump on being prepared. The numbers show 44% would vote for Trump, 29% for Haley. The rest of the challengers have considerably lower numbers. Ron DeSantis at 11%, Chris Christie at 10%, and Vivek Ramaswamy is at 5%. Uh, Meanwhile, at his latest campaign stop in New Hampshire over the weekend, uh, the president, former President Trump, uh, is drawing some criticism for what he said. He praised autocrats Vladimir Putin of Russia and Viktor Orban of Hungary, quoted Adolf Hitler comments about blood purity when talking about immigration and referred to January 6th defendants convicted and arrested in that day's riots as hostages. Democrats immediately went on the offense of attacking the speech. Well, Trump spokesman Stephen Chung said that Trump, quote, gave a great speech and knocked it out of the park in front of that crowd. Oh. Joe, do you have anything to say about Nikki Haley? Yeah, go Nikki. All right. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden unharmed after a car crashed into a U.S. Secret Service vehicle guarding his motorcade near the campaign headquarters in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, Kind of a bad deal for this driver. Uh, He was definitely in the wrong place at the wrong time. And also, he was apparently drunk. He's now been charged. (laughs) He's now been charged with driving under the influence of alcohol and inattentive driving. The department's investigation said it was an accidental collision. The man had no idea he was running into a Secret Service vehicle. After the crash around uh, 8 o'clock Eastern time last night, Secret Service agents quickly surrounded the car, pulled weapons on the driver who held his hands up, according to a pool report. You know, um, Joe, a, a lot of people... Did not apply the Joe Souchere 48-hour rule to a story like this. Mm-hmm. The uh, the grand conclusions many were drawing, on, especially on social media after this happened, was assassination quite, quite, quite comical, yes. Yeah. In fact, it was just Otis. Yeah, yeah right. It was just test-based. A family... Damn, I didn't mean to hit this place. <laughs> a family in Kentucky surprised to find an owl inside their Christmas tree Days after decorating it. Come on, Chris. The White family from Lexington, Kentucky, said a friend found an owl in their... This is a test is what this is. It is, yeah. Found an owl in their decorated Christmas tree on November 27th, four days after they put it up. The family says the owl was probably inside the tree the whole time they were decorating it, but they didn't notice. Family said they bought their Christmas tree from a local tree shop near their home. The tree was delivered to the family the day before Thanksgiving, <laughs> tied up outside of a box. This is where this is where the council members score with the video feed after yep. oh, the yeah. show. Got all eyes on suits right Nothing. now. A family. Got, John's baiting me, and I am what? Not taking the bait. Yeah, you should be mad at John, uh, Such. Uh. So they uh, is the outlaw right now? It, it, it doesn't matter. It, the story doesn't matter. Well, I would just like to know who saw the owl first. Well, thank you, Rook, yes, because yes, he did. it was... No. <laughs> no. Yes, he did. No. I think that possum I sighted in the spring is still around. Really? Mm-hmm. 
What was the critter you found under the deck? <laughs> that was years ago. Hey, Joe, isn't oh. it a old possum? It's not an old possum. Okay, Bo Ridley. It's a different yeah. breed. Old possums are uh, this part of the world, boy. and possums are in the south. Yeah. Did he come up from the creek? <laughs> no, he came up from the river. And and the uh, iris red, John, in addition to an owl, somebody else had a possum in their Christmas tree. Well, I did not see that story. Yeah. Uh, this owl was fine, by the way. They let him out in their backyard. Apparently, they live in a wooded area. Okay. Uh, they let him out. Did you know that they don't drink much water? I did not they, know that. They get their water so, from their food. Like schnapps. Okay, now I'm engaged. They <laughs> actually gr- grabbed a hold of the owl? Well, I don't know how they did it. There was no details on that. But Probably somebody a small gave, owl, juvenile. It, it looked fairly big, actually, uh, in the picture that uh, was well, Like I said, it could have been a big one. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Been an adult owl, I have no idea. We don't know, yeah. We, but we I'm glad know. the owls, I'm a big owl fan. I'm owls are the cool. owls okay. Owls are really cool, aren't they, Chris? Yeah, yeah they are. Okay. It's a nice <laughs> set of hooters you got there. It's from Dumb and Dumber, you know, where the two owls were sitting there. That's right. Yeah. John, uh, continue. You failed in that attempt. You, yeah, I, did, I really did. So, Chris yeah. always got that one line too many, oh, Chris. The U.S. Department of Transportation today <laughs> finds Southwest Airlines $140 million for its operational meltdown last holiday season. You probably remember this. Southwest had a lot of issues during yeah, the 2022 20, Christmas holiday season. A season, excuse me. Uh, saw the airline uh, have problems with 16,900 flights. And that affected a lot of passengers, obviously, across the country. In fact, fact weren't, weren't some just declaring that they might go out of business entirely? That's how big of a catastrophe it was? Yeah, it was, yeah, yes. It was bad. Well, and get they ready, because had... it could happen again this week on the East Coast. Oh, because of the a weather. A lot of stormy weather. Yeah. I got that coming up in just a minute. Okay, fact, I think that's my stormy last story. Weather. Okay. Stormy weather. Thanks, Kenny. Transportation Department has said Southwest failed its customers on several fronts, including failing to provide adamant customer service. Adamant? Adequate customer service. Assistant. I want it now! <laughs> adamant! <laughs> well, that's what it's like. Right. Yeah. And uh, as Joe uh, hinted at there, more than 400,000 customers already are without power in Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Maine. As a powerful storm, which first slammed the south with heavy rain this weekend, is barreling north. Residents living along the Interstate 95 corridor could expect a dangerous commute Monday as heavy rain and snow winds hit the region. Eleven states from Maryland to Maine are under flood watches. A flood advisory was issued in New York City where residents were facing power outages, downed trees, and flooded roads. Uh, Early this morning, New York City Mayor Eric Adams issued a travel advisory. He urged New Yorkers to stay off the roads and uh, if they're heading to work or wherever, take mass transit. John, thank you very much. You're welcome. And, uh, Rook? Yeah, let me talk to you about uh, cleaning your carpets. No, no, silly, not you. I'm talking about getting in touch with Zero Res to have them come out and clean your carpets, clean your air ducts, make sure that house is in tip-top shape. It really doesn't matter what season it is. You always want clean carpets. You always want no dirt, no dander in your air ducts. Well, Zero Res does that. All, uh, every single month, every single holiday, the whole spiel. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. Make sure everything is clean. Even though the holidays are around the corner, I don't think you can get in there before Christmas. But 
you can give them a call. I'll give you the phone number. They have a 4.9 rating on Google, over 17,000 reviews. They back it up with the Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee. Zero Res stands behind every cleaning they do. All right, you want the phone number? 952-Zero-Rez, Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Ask them about the Rookie GL Special, three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $129. And don't forget the dirt and dander in your air ducts. This month, 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero-res clean. 952-Zero-Rez or go online, zeroresminnesota.com, and tell me you want the Rookie Garage Logic Special. Got to say the name to get the special. Spelled forwards or backwards, it's spelled the same, zero-res. Yeah, what'd you send us? I sent you the pictures. I had a friend drive by and take pictures of it. The first picture is the one that gets me every time. Oh, wow. John, that those pictures are painted on a, uh, they're huge, by the way. I mean, giant painted on the side of a building in the town I live in. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. They're yeah. such ding ding. Well, look at the. Do you get the theme of the? Yeah, first I sure look do. like the Minnesota State flag. Well, uh, no, 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 the exact opposite, no. Joe. Especially the first one. You've seen the show Parks and Rec, correct? <laughs> yes. So you you know exactly what episode I'm talking about, where yeah. they're walking through the uh, yeah yeah the city city hall. Yeah. The first one appears that you have some people hiding in the trees. Yes, and look who they're looking at. And this ding-dong is riding out in the field there away from them. <laughs> how has this... I think they're planning something, Joe. Yeah. yeah. How is how, that one person's raised late, a stink? Late 70s. Late 70s. Wow. Really? Early 80s. Yeah. The last one's pretty good too. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm getting the H out of here. I mean, it's like some kid drew this. See us, suckers! I'm no. gone. And this, this, there's a woman in the background with an apron on, going, "What the hell? <laughs> what, Why should, should we this, be running to?" This guy took his hat off and said, "Wait for me! <laughs> Don't leave without me." This is terrible. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I just. Well, like I said during COVID, man, you you went into my town and you, you wouldn't even know there was COVID right. because nobody's nobody adjusted. Their Did behavior. I tell you? So I remember in the height of that, I brought a dryer to Jess's brother's house, and he lives very close to where you do. Yeah, yeah. and I remember I stopped at a you know Conicost or a Senex or something to get gas, oh. and I walked in. I still had my whatever, and the head snapping of. Who's this freak show? I just because oh. you had a mask because I had a mask on, yeah. and again I didn't carry the rail. Oh god, that's right. My former mechanic in uh, South Minneapolis has a place in Alexandria, and he said he'd stop at these bars, but it was like going into a speakeasy. You had to park far away, come in through the back, <laughs> you know, and everybody gives you the stink eye until you've got three, four of them under your belt. Since he pulls into my town, it's like. It, COVID didn't even exist. Oh, that happened over there, right? Yeah. It didn't yet here. God. It's so awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. Oops. Uh, oh, that's funny. 
my sister, one of my sisters, the liberal comes up from Texas and she's got a mask on her face, a mask on her head, yep. masks on her boots. She's got masks everywhere. She looks like Jess going to work at Methodist in the height of, yeah. At one point, I think we were at a funeral and she was the only person in the church with a mask on. <laughs> what was I watching? Oh, oh, here. I was watching the Packer game yesterday. And they, they show the crowd shot outdoors at Lambeau, and they've got some guy with the – I'm thinking, if you're that worried, he, why are you going to the football there's game? There's no way he was from Wisconsin unless he's got some kind of issue already. Oh, sure. If, yeah, yeah, an underlying deal. Joe, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Let me – I got to do a thing here. Yeah. Let's do – all right. <clears throat> Hang on. Cue the talent. Stand by. And go. Donnie Love. And it's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Give yourself the gift of amazing water this holiday season with my friends at Hofferman Water and Connecticut. Write this number down in your telephone closet 612 895 2440. Call that number and get on the schedule to have them come out for that free water analysis. You can also visit their website, which is, of course, HoffermanWater.com. Have them come out, have them test that water, and see what you might be in the need of. Uh, I went with the water softener and the drinking water system, and I'm very glad that I did. And if you make the switch, I know you'll be happy too. Get that new system installed. Your showers are better. So is your laundry. So is your drinking water. You're cooking. You're going to be entertaining. Everyone's going to have a great comment about your new water from Hofferman and Connecticut. I've been a customer for years, and I'm amazed at the difference in my water. Call them today or visit HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Joe. We have a 4,000-mile-an-hour wind milling situation in St. Louis Park. It's a major windmilling alert okay. to the point where it's going to be very difficult to figure out how the failed academy will resolve this. You have six Somali Muslim families. Okay. How are you going to play the game? Who is the oppressor and who is oppressed? This is where the uh, this is where the school will struggle. Okay. Because they'll they'll they won't know what to do. A law firm representing six Somali Muslim families has sent a letter to St. Louis Park school officials saying they will pursue legal recourse. In other words, they'll sue if the district does not allow them to opt their children out of reading books about LGBTQ plus nine, three, four, five, Z, M, N characters. The Sahan Journal has obtained the letter, and it took the Sahan Journal to do this. Okay. Uh, they obtained the letter from the school district through a public records request. Uh, the first Liberty Institute, a Texas-based law firm focused on religious freedom, lays out Islamic teachings about gender and sexuality and lays out that the St. Louis Park District is in violation of the U.S. Constitution, hmm. Minnesota law, and its own policy. <laughs> the firm asked the district to provide advance notice to parents about books or class discussions on sexuality or LGBTQ themes to give them a chance to opt out and to include at least one Somali Muslim parent on any committee that reviews curriculum. What are they going to do? 
This is so. <laughs> what are they going to do? It's just delicious. They owe their allegiance to the LGBTQs because they're oppressed. Yeah. But so are Somali students because they're of color. So they're, you think, they're oppressed. Mm -hmm. So do you think that they gather? Well, who has more votes here? What's Which side happen? do we need to appease more? This is an amazing story. The teachers and administrators have a responsibility to work with parents to make sure their instruction respects the values, religious liberty, and rights of conscience of all their students. Uh, Kayla Tony, a First Liberty Institute attorney, said in a statement. Well, that's not true if it was just a bunch of white families. Yeah, I was wondering about the Catholics and the Protestants. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't and, count. All the crackers. But that doesn't count. Yeah. But the school now is just apoplectic because this counts. These are Muslim mm -hmm. families. The letter marks the latest escalation in the growing pushback from some Muslim parents over LGBTQ inclusion efforts. Dozens of Muslim parents in Ham Lake in Burnsville have criticized school district efforts to protect transgender children or offer LGBTQ books in schools. None of those protests have resulted in legal action, but this could. Uh, the St. Louis Park School District sent a newsletter to families this month about inclusive learning materials, including information on how and forget they're not studying a civil war, but no. we're going to get this LGBT. <laughs> you got to get right. your pronouns right. straight. And the, it takes the Muslims, thankfully, to say, hold it. Not with little Abdul, you're not. That ain't the way we operate. Mm -hmm. Now they go, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> This is wonderful. Uh, district spokesman Rachel Hicks said the district was proud of its new K-5 literacy program, which includes books with racially and culturally diverse characters, as well as LGBTQ families and characters. It's also inclusive and nice, isn't it? And men can go to the restroom in St. Louis Park starting January 1st, and they can get their, they can get their menstrual needs. That's fantastic. <laughs> Tori said her clients were encouraged by the district. Okay, I don't know where this is going to go. I hope they sue the hell out of them. Of course, as a taxpayer, we'll just have to pay for that. Uh, a decades-old Minnesota law requires that school districts create a parental curriculum review process. Districts must allow parents to review instructional materials, and if they object, make reasonable arrangements with school personnel for alternate instruction. Hmm. But LGBTQ advocates caution that the parental curriculum review may not be as sweeping as some parents' rights rights groups claim. So that you you got a war here. This is a this is a, this, this is, is your cultural war. war. Yep. It's a cultural war. What are we going to do in St. Louis Park? This is this is wonderful. We're going to sit back and enjoy it, and hopefully, this happens across the board with this all just all wonderful. sorts of different issues. Uh, St. Louis Park School Board members first learned about the Somali parents' objections to LGBTQ picture books, which are part of a new literacy curriculum, during the October 24 board meeting. A woman identified only as Ilhan told the board she represented the Somali community and had a pressing concern about some books used in the third grade, including one about two dads and another about a child identified as queer. Hmm. We wholeheartedly respect the 
the importance of affirming LGBTQ identities, but we are troubled by the way these books have been presented to children, Ilhan said. The manner in which they have been taught appears to exceed the boundaries of affirmation, urging every child to develop in to delve into their own understanding of gender and sexuality. This approach, we believe, directly conflicts with our deeply held religious beliefs. And because it's their deeply held religious beliefs, something will probably be done about this. Yeah, they're they're going to be lended uh, an ear. They're, they're going to be given... They'll given win a, yeah. because, well, I don't know. It's a toss-up. Right. It's a toss-up between two oppressed groups. So I don't know where it's going to go. But if anybody has a chance to win, it's the Muslims. You you and your concerns don't have a prayer. Nothing. You, you shouldn't even bother to bring them up. But uh, now you have a board member, Sarah Davis, who was married to a woman and has two children, noted that at the end of the meeting, she's been open about her identity. I'm thinking about my child, she said, appearing to blink back tears. I'm thinking about what it would feel like for him if I said, that having a book about a concept of two dads, he has two moms, is troubling. Well, lady, you got to take that up with the Muslims. Do we have a? Do you have a side? This is going to be like the World Series last year. I hope both teams lose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't this great? I, 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 I seriously, I can't pick a side. No, they're they're they're. Let's just let them eat eat, eat their own. Or who uh, do you children. root for? Yeah. Who do you root for in this situation? Is it whom or who? I don't know, but I, I don't know who to root for. How I think I'm rooting for do? the Muslims. Isn't it whom? What, who home? cares? But then you'll be <laughs> outraged that the Muslims won, and the Muslims were given an ear and a platform when well, the Catholics and Protestants and crackers were not. Let's no. talk to an actual journalist then. Patrick, is it who or whom do we root for? <laughs> Uh, who? Whom? Who? 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 I said who? who? I got who? Oh, Jesus. I got him to do it. Just wrap it up. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way. Thank you. You're welcome. Where are we? You're welcome. Wow. We're all welcome. Who? <laughs> That's right. Only be hey, guess where the traveling Lymans are? Are they back home? Las Vegas. They oh, made it back to the country. On this day, uh, Joe, today is December 18th, 1985. On this date, Mary Lund is the first woman to receive a Jarvik 7 artificial hot heart. What are you from Boston? Hey. Hey. A hot. Yeah. You got a hot. Try the what vanilla you, nut taps. What are you, the, uh, yeah, try the vanilla nut taps at Dunkin' Donuts. How, how long did she last? The, vi the device kept her alive for about a month until a real heart was transported. No. Transplanted, <laughs> and then uh, on well, this day, it's probably transported, then transplanted. On this day in 1988, the Pillsbury Company announced that it had accepted a 5.7 billion dollar buyout from the British wow. food and liquor conglomerate Grand Metropolitan PLC. Hmm. Now back to the first item on this day in history, Mary Lund. On this day. In Minneapolis was the first woman to receive a Jarvik 7 artificial heart. That device kept her alive for about a month until she had a real heart. Does anyone have any other questions? Who was the donor of the heart? No. 
You might be the least curious group of people I've ever. I want to know how much live after. Yeah, that's what I looked up. Oh, I just looked it up too. What do you got? We asked that. Please tell me she lived years and years and years. You asked how long she lived with the artificial. I might be in Mary's shoes shortly. Tell me how long she lasted. Uh, she did not unfortunately last long. Damn. She died at the age of 40 oh. in, uh, 1986. Well, so way she, to bring us down. She didn't even, she didn't last. She lived nine months with the, Kenny. Uh, we all love you. She's from Kensington, Minnesota. Oh, that's even better. Great. I can smell Kensington from my backyard. From Kensington, Minnesota. You know what? You know what? And she loves snowmobiling. Yes. And you know what? I <laughs> might actually, I might actually know her because I know or beard. knew her because I know a whole bunch of Luns. She oh, had oh a boy. virus that attacked her heart. Oh, yeah. And Was God bless Swisher her. You're not laughing at Mary Lund. No, no, I'm laughing at, I'm laughing at my own demise, so which is probably going to, you know, be soon. There's been many, many, many improvements in all of this since 1988, though. Thank Somebody you, had John. to be the first, though, John. Thank you, John. And uh, God bless Mary Lund. She was the first. And uh, she didn't, uh, with a new heart, she anything on, unfortunately did not last that long. Anything on whether or not she'd like to cut her own hair? No. Hey, go to hell. <laughs> she did have a nice beard, though. All right, we're done. <laughs> That's well, you enough. know, the family of Mary Lund might be listening, and I want, oh, I want them to understand you're not having fun at Mary Lund's no, expense. No, no, no. You're that's having tragic. fun at Kenny's expense. Unfortunately, you're having fun at Kenny's expense. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, this just in. You're, you know what? You're not invited to my funeral, you bastards. Yes. <laughs> you're always doing me a favor to not invite me to things. Breaking news. Uh, Barrett News Media, top 20 of 2023. Mid-market program directors coming in at number 16, Peter Wilkinson Thiel. Really? Uh, he's with KZRG in uh, Joplin. Peter and I are the only two in our class that lasted in this business. Really? really? Yeah. I don't even know if I have any. Wow. That's great. Congratulations, Nice Peter. job, Pedro. Hi, this is Peter. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a war I like to What win. was the poem? <laughs> Cheese, cheese. I like cheese. Yes, I do. I like cheese. How about you? <laughs> what, what market? Joplin. Uh, was he a big shot in Baltimore for a while? Uh, he was down south, I think, in... Uh, what's it? Starts with an A. Alabama. Uh, Atlanta? Alabama, yeah. Something like that. Starts with an A. Hi, hi, this, hi Atlanta. This I was going to have Patrick on in this corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, subscribe to YouTube. The Garage Logic YouTube page is free, and there's a lot of entertaining stuff, and you never know what's next. Including the guy that puts it together. Yep. Uh, GarageLogic.com for the town council. Ten bucks a month or a hundred bucks for a year. It's worth the price, baby. My birthday is Saturday. Hey, Dave. God, I love that one. Like, nope, you didn't do it. Kenny tried really hard. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's funny. 
still one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Kenny just couldn't do the fast talk with Dave. But that word, you know, yeah. you can't really pair it up anywhere. Yes, sir. You poor. No, the gay gardeners. Well, we wanted the gay gardeners. Yeah. We, we had to decide whether the guy was an actual gay pioneer. Or yeah. Oh, the athlete. Yeah, it was the from athlete, uh, the guy that came out, the basketball player. BFD. Second string running back in Pittsburgh State. We, Who gives said, a damn? I don't think he's a gay pioneer. <laughs> it, it's Javier Collins, right? Wasn't the Collins kid? Yeah. Yeah, the basketball player. I don't, I don't mind rich athletes, rich coaches. None of that about you make as much as you want, but what really, really depresses me is when a coach is fined for a hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of goddamn money. For money that I will never in my and he just sits down and Well, I guess here goes the check. He's like Moss. Like he's writing his electrical bill. Yeah, exactly. Andy Reid. I don't understand that if you don't say that the guy's an asshole. And you don't say, you know, that that he's dishonest. Why can't you rip a, a referee? For I making mean, a bad call. Yeah, you, you, why don't you say, I disagree with his judgment on that play. I watched quite a bit of football yesterday because of my nephew. God, it's terrible. So you guys, I can't believe it, Patrick. They don't Are you talking about the offsides call? No, they don't hit. They don't, they don't hit. hit they all. kill each other. No, they don't hit. I'm ready, Joe. The new Minnesota State uh, flag. Headphones you prefer? Predictably enough. Comma or no comma? New Minnesota State flag, comma. Boring. Yep. Predictably enough, comma. Boring, comma. Yep. Results in incredible controversy. Results in incredible. Why, why are we because uh, we got a lot of people, Pat, that thinks it's the Somalian flag. <laughs> it have you seen the side by side, Patrick? They are virtually the same. It looks identical to it. But I don't think we created a Somali flag. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know how to spell menstrual. How do you spell menstrual? Menstrual. Here he comes. Yep. UAL. Menstrual. Menstrual products for boys available in Minnesota schools January 1st. Products for boys. <laughs> What's but, happening? Uh, it's a law by your party. They, yes. they love the idea that you yeah, might need it. some in there. But why would I? In the, in the boys room? Yeah. Because boys menstruate too. According to these fruitcakes. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, well, I don't no. and you don't. No. Once in a while, I get a little boost in the bowels. Yeah. We're still on the council, Patrick. Well, the hell with you out there. (laughs) I love how when he refers to the council, he looks at the ceiling. Yeah. As if they're all sitting above (laughs) us. looking down. They always look down. Hey, up there. Hey. (laughs) Anything else? Uh, Besides Johnny Height? Great windmilling. Oh, yeah. And... Great windmilling in St. Louis Park. That and is, then height. That That's a great story. Who do you root for? You know what I'm really worried about with the Trumper now, though? Oh, yeah. Because he's, <laughs> he's, 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 
if Putin ends up getting like half of Ukraine, and then he gets reelected, you want his own? You want his own country? You want to take over his own? Yeah, you want to take over Cuba? No, want his own country? You want to take over Cuba? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ken. 